0: It is one of the top four uh, dairy expos that they have here in the nation of Mexico. It is the largest uh, dairy show that they have here in the state of Aguascalientes. And that's where I am um, with a trade team here at DACAP, about 2,000 miles south of uh, with the Wisconsin border with our friends here in the central part of Mexico.
1: So what are you seeing at the show? Give us a little description. Is it an international show like we've come to enjoy in Madison for World Dairy Expo? What are you seeing at the show and what products?
0: Well, what I am seeing is I'm seeing Wisconsin's footprint is um, alive and well here in central Mexico, especially with the livestock and the uh, dairy uh, industry in, in this state. Uh, Wisconsin's footprint is transparent when it comes to our livestock, when it comes to genetics, when it comes to equipment, when it comes to feed and feed ingredients. Um, the uh, Mexican uh, livestock uh, industry, as well as the dairy industry, dairy farmers in particular, are very interested in what we um, have in Wisconsin, our genetics, uh, our feed, and uh, our livestock in uh, the purchase of of live cattle as well, and I've had a number of conversations with individuals that are interested in, in live cattle from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bread Holstein heifers, bread Jersey heifers, they're asking what the price is. They're very interested in learning more um, of what what's going on in, in Wisconsin and Wisconsin agriculture in particular. I'm also pleased to say that the um, the reputation of the um, Center for Dairy Research at the University of Wisconsin-Madison crosses the border. Uh, people here in central Mexico know uh, about the Center, Center for Dairy Research and are interested in learning much more. Um, some of the amazing uh, products that come out of the Center for Dairy Research is um, is starting to be known um, south of the border here.
1: Interesting, interesting. So of all the conversations you've had with folks, Brad, uh, how many of them have to bring up the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement? Or in the business climate you're dealing with, do they not necessarily bring that up as much conversation at all?
0: Well, I think that people recognize the fact that the United States and Mexico uh, government, we have had a uh, working relationship in the the past, and we will continue to. We, obviously, it's important that our our two nations, our two national governments, the U.S. government as well as the Mexico government, uh, we do continue to build upon uh, the existing trade relationships and make them even better. Make those work, obviously, for American uh, uh, consumers as well as for Wisconsin dairy producers and Wisconsin agriculture producers. But at the same time, wanting to make sure that uh, you know, we have a relationship that's built upon uh, mutual understanding and uh, some common goals. And the common goals that we're seeing, uh, quite frankly, is that the um, the Mexican dairy industry is very interested in, um, they recognize the fact that they, they do not produce enough in order to uh, feed their consumers. Um, and they recognize the fact that uh, based upon uh, climate and feed availability, uh, that they may never, have, may, may never be able to do that. But they want to be able to produce high-quality products and they recognize that what we have in Wisconsin, uh, especially with our genetics, uh, livestock, and our equipment, and our feed, uh, this stuff is second to none, so they're very interested in learning about that and purchasing all uh, that. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, I've been very clear um, with um, the individuals that I've met with the fact that uh, you know we're interested, very interested, here in Wisconsin, in being able to sell our products um, uh, to the consumers uh, of this uh, of this nation, um, and we're very interested, obviously, in building a stronger. Uh, you know, mutual understanding and relationship. One that would work, obviously, even better uh, than what uh, the relationships we've had in the past.
1: So, you've got a delegation of about twelve that are along with you, Brad. What uh, kind of diversity are we? Kind of example that we're showing them in the group that's traveling with you.
0: Well that's what's so amazing about being in this position is to learn, um, and quite frankly learn an awful lot. I've had the opportunity to do that in the last five months that I've been in this job, is the diversity of the Wisconsin agriculture, particularly when it comes to Wisconsin dairy and the technology that we have in our state and especially in, in agriculture and dairy. We've got a company down here that does hoof care, hoof care, uh, make sure that um, you know, to make improvements obviously with the uh, hoofs of the uh, dairy cattle as well as the livestock. Um, we also have uh, a company here that is um, selling, quite frankly, uh, for lack of a better word, a uh, pregnancy patch for dairy cattle um, and for livestock. And so you can better understand, um, you know, the um, identify when an animal goes into heat. Um, and then, you know, the nutrition, the animal nutrition, and uh, that is something that people over and over come up come back and talk about how we can produce the amount of milk that we produce in our state is because of, uh, obviously, the nutrition and the quality of our feed and the feed ingredients, and then combine that with the livestock genetics. We have a livestock genetics. Um, we're always um, uh, promoting Wisconsin livestock genetics, um, and they're very interested here uh, in Mexico to learn more about that and, quite frankly, to meet um, the uh, Wisconsin um, uh, representatives that sell that product.
1: Cool. Now, uh, we're the trade show, just part of what I'm sure you're going to try to get done while you're there, Brad, are you doing any tours of Mexico companies? Are you going to any Mexico farms? Anything like that to give you a better sense on how they're producing?
0: I have. I have, and I will continue to. I had the opportunity to be at a few dairy farms um, yesterday um, and um, saw the uh, the investments that they are moving forward. It's interesting, here in, in the state of Aguas Calientes, um, the uh, majority of the dairy farms are uh, less than 50 cows. Um, and then they do have a few dairy farms that, um, you know, uh, are milking uh, anywhere between 500 uh, to two to 3,000. And um, so we'll be, you begin to see that. They're they're being paid for their milk at the equivalent of about of fourteen fifty to sixteen dollars a hundred weight uh, for the American equivalent. Uh, they get paid on a, a, a per liter, and so it's about six fifty uh, six fifty peso um, per liter is what they are receiving, and it works out to somewhere between fourteen fifty and sixteen dollars a hundred weight. So it's interesting. You begin to hear uh, conversations about more needs to be done in order uh, by the Mexican government and by the uh, state government here at, uh, in Oaxaca. What can be done in order to uh, help keep farmers on the land, especially those farmers that uh, you know have herd sizes less than 100 uh, milk cows? What what can be done to keep that infrastructure in place? heard an awful lot about the infrastructure yesterday uh the fact is is that what are we going to do um in order to make sure that we can continue to keep uh equipment dealers and uh part replacement um uh sellers how do we keep them in business and what happens if we continue to lose um the um uh, the number of farms that's what i'm hearing here in in this state of mexico Mm -hmm. which um You know, we we hear some of that, obviously, back home as well. Um, We also um, had a number of conversations about with um, growers, producers that, um, you know, are seeking to expand or want to invest. And, of course, what they're interested in is, you know, what can be done in order to, um, you know, find more use for their milk products. And, again, that's a similar conversation that that we have uh, back home uh, but what you know, what's interesting is is that to hear about um, you know what they have for an infrastructure for dairy in the, in this state in central Mexico. Nestle is a large player, and there's some other uh, other um, local Mexican, but also international, um, a, a Canadian firm as well that is um, that is purchasing uh, um, milk here in in central Mexico, and then again supplying it. Uh, Almost all domestically, locally, mm-hmm. um, um, here here in Mexico. So, uh, Mexico imports um, dairy products uh, from Wisconsin, primarily in the finished um, in in the finished way. You know, with their with our specialty uh, cheese. And I'm just again, I'm very interested in learning what we can do in order to. Uh, promote more of those products.
1: Have they given you any indication, Brad? I mean, it sounds like they've got a lot of the issues that we're facing here in Wisconsin. Do they have any insights into consumption? Do they expect that consumer uh, consumption of dairy is going to go up, or are they seeing something like we have in the United States where fluid milk, for example, going down?
0: That's a great question. In fact, I just had a conversation a few minutes ago in regards to that. Um, They also have experienced the fact that the fluid milk consumption has dropped. And they're trying to, as well, learn what they can do in order to um, have consumers, you know, uh, drink more fluid milk or consume, consume more fluid milk. Uh, but they do understand um, that um, they, they need to be able to find more consumer, um, be able to meet the consumer needs, the growing consumer demand for for dairy products. That is why they were very interested in learning what we have in Wisconsin called the Center for Dairy Research. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I was not familiar with. I did not recognize the fact that, um, you know, how well-known that that is and how much interest there is um, in um, what we've got there at the University of Wisconsin in partnership with the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin.
1: Well, keep the antenna up, Brad, while you wrap off the rest of your uh, trade visit in Mexico, and we'll look forward to having another recap when you get back in Wisconsin and hopefully some of all the new relationships, new agreements, new uh, business that this uh This trade mission has uh, brought back to Wisconsin.
0: I appreciate that, Pam, and thank you for your great work. I greatly appreciate it.